Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to today's podcast where we're doing a bike check of Becca's custom Trek Slash. Becca says that building this bike has been a true labor of love. She shares that the greatest accomplishments of this build is knowing that she stocked the bike with some amazing high-end components that keep her feeling confident and empowered to challenge herself to take on bigger and bolder lines. Stay tuned to learn about this beautiful custom bike, its components, and much, much more. Hello and welcome everyone to the Women's MTB Network podcast. I'm Mia and I'm going to be your host. Our podcasts are about sharing information on all things mountain bikes from a woman's perspective. We'll be talking about bikes, components, gear, upcoming events, coaching, and much, much more. Our goal is to connect women from across the globe and inspire folks to ride, regardless of age or skill level. We'll have guests from all over the world with all types of backgrounds and different riding styles. So get comfy and be inspired to ride. Hey, Becca, how are you doing? Hey, Mia. I'm good. How are you? You know, pretty good. I'm stoked we're going to be doing your bike check today. I am so stoked to be talking about my bike. I I love my bike. I love my bike so much. Such a labor of love. Yeah, she cute. Such a labor (laughs) of love for me to get... such a labor of love for me to get to this point um you know it definitely wasn't something that happened overnight at all and it cost uh, many 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 monies but i have no regrets whatsoever and no regrets no regrets no regrets no regrets (laughs) i love it (laughs) so for those of you listening and or watching um becca has an amazing 2022 trek slash seven in a medium, right? Medium frame, because you're what, five eight? Five, I'm five seven. So I have a medium frame. Yep. And so it is the slash seven frame, but everything else it's custom, is custom, baby. Seven is not a seven. And yeah, I can tell so- you why I decided to go to the aluminum, but if I don't know, do you want to fit? Is this yeah, do, we'll do get I need there. to let we'll do I need there. to let you lead in more at this point? Sure. I'll ask you the question. This is it. This is edited. This is edited question right now. <laughs> no, we'll just keep it going. I mean, it's good to see the process. And okay. plus, we get along so well that, I mean, you know, we let's do. just keep it going. I'm good. That's cool. Okay. So you're saying everything in your bike is custom pretty much, yes. right? Yes. So you yes. got the frame. So tell us, did you buy the frame itself or did you buy like a complete bike and then you change the components on it? Yes, I did that. So I bought a complete build of a slash seven 2022 mm-hmm. for the frame alone. All I wanted on it was the frame. That was it. But there were no aluminum frames in stock through mm-hmm. Trek um, or pretty much anywhere. And I really needed to ensure that I went with aluminum because I can't be trusted on carbon like at all. <laughs> and I learned that the very, very expensive way. Wait, 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 wait. Did you break a carbon frame? I broke a A carbon seat stay and that was enough of a warning for me. I mean, pardon my French. I will use that S word. But see, this is why I want to do carbon wheels because I think I'm going to crack those suckers too. I have carbon wheels, but but the cool thing. Okay. All right. So (laughs) I, (laughs) I have many as we've kind of previously discussed, many unintended encounters with the ground. And I'm fine with that. So there's lots of times that I'm going to crash. Nothing wrong with that, my friend. There's nothing wrong with Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it doesn't, I'm in like, and that'll be a later conversation. Um, 
but uh, no, that's fine for me. But what I have, what I have learned is that my bike isn't always okay with it. Um, so Fair. having a very expensive encounter with the ground with such a dumb accident that broke a carbon seat stay was <gasps> 600 plus dollars. Holy yeah. cannoli. Yeah. And I have a really, really excellent local shop that takes very, very good care of me. It's a track. It is a track retail shop, but they, I, I know them very, very well. Um, and that was, it has nothing to do with the warranty, nothing. This was clearly an accident that occurred a crowd, you know, the break was because yeah. I crashed. It wasn't a, a manufacturer's defect, so it couldn't have been claimed under warranty. And right, right. I wound up having this long conversation with the lead mechanic there who kind of created this whole idea for me to get an aluminum frame bike, but still keep all my high-end components. And that was exactly what I set out to do because I loved the, the, the really, really nice dialed in components that I had on my carbon build. Um, and I, so I was trying to figure out what's the best way that I can do this. And yeah. what we basically decided to do was to create this like Frankenstein bike. And <laughs> we call it the monster. I mean, the, the, the mechanic that helps me build it, we call it the monster. Why? And um, my friend, because, because it's, it's just this hodgepodge of everything I want. And I love it. And it also gave him a lot of trouble when he was building it. But that's so, a custom bike, um, though. I mean, if you're going to put custom components on it, you know. It is. It is. And I feel like just in the last... I don't know, six weeks, I really have everything exactly the way I want it to be. So I bought a complete seven build because that was all that was available. Um, and then I took all of those base, base, like kind of stock components off, stripped yep. it down in the frame and then basically rebuilt it from there. That's amazing. So That's it was, so cool. so, it was a process. Yeah. Um, I've got a custom bike too. I understand. But so my question to you is, with al with the aluminium and yes, people, I am from. Australia. Oh God, here we go. Yeah, here aluminium. we go. <laughs> I do not say aluminum. Aluminium. Aluminium. And yes, we spelt it. We spell it aluminium. Yeah. Anyway, you said you just said thing. spelt it. You just said spelt it, but that's all right. That, well, I mean, I speak the Queen's English. That's how we say things. We put U's and T's and everything. Spelt it. <laughs> if I do, if I do that, if I do that, Mia, if I put T's and U's and things, I get called like white trash. So it's not the same. <laughs> You're not. Anyway, English is my I second seen language. It. Does that See? help that? I always say that English is my second language. Like I, I, I guess always, so. That's my cop out. That's always. <laughs> anyway. uh, so the aluminium frame. Have you yes. noticed a huge? difference in give because carbon tends to be a little bit more forgiving right like is it a stiffer ride or yeah so uh, no I've heard different things um the biggest difference that I noticed was that my carbon frame was actually a size medium large I bought it off a of pink bike okay. from someone that I knew so I had to trust it it was someone that I you know had a direct connection with that I could whatever trace the lineage and um <laughs> the family exactly and i went with a medium large on that one there was not i was when i bought that bike there was nothing there's absolutely nothing out there and i'm five seven i'm not like super petite you know like it just it felt great but 
as I began kind of barreling down mountains more and more and more, I realized this bike is probably a little bit too, a little bit too long for me. So oh, really? I went with a, yeah. And I went with a medium, just a straight up medium. And Trek is one of these companies that has that in-between sizing for it. So they yeah. do offer a medium large in between the medium and the large, but being, <laughs> being in the medium made me feel so much more comfortable. It just felt like everything fit and I wasn't part of this like giant school bus. And the, the funny thing is the difference in, in length is so small when you actually look at the measurements, but how it yeah. felt like under me felt amazing. So I was just going to look at the wheelbase and see the differences, but we'll put all the specs of everything in there for people that are on. The, yeah. Like, you know, like you or maybe a medium large. Oh, I see. They do have like a medium and actual medium large on their website. Right. Right. Versus so, like a medium and a large. The, the big disadvantage is that the aluminum is definitely heavier. Um, mm -hmm. And it, she's 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 a heavy girl to pedal up hills, you know, and I have decided I I really like her. I really, really, really prefer her at parks. Um, she's kind of my like fun, just rip it park bike. Um, right, I'm right. looking into doing a whole like DH build maybe at the start of next season, but she's like my do it all right now, like fun ripper, but riding at trails, a little heavy. A little yeah. Heavy. We yeah. should do like, I'm going to build a DH bike too for next park season. So we should do a podcast mm -hmm. about that. That'd be great. Kind of like no, that'd be really cool. Want. I'm the bikes I'm looking at just today. How did we, yeah. How do we come like what, what made it, what solidified our decision to get those bikes, et cetera. And the, the, right. the challenging thing is, is finding bikes to demo too, right? Like absolutely. Now, That's a huge component COVID, of it. Yeah. Even after COVID, but for me, cause I'm, I'm, I need a small frame. That's kind of ch challenging, but I keep harping about Rome in two weeks. I'm yes. going to demo the rail, the Revel rail, not because yes. of Rome, but because I'm, I'll be in Sedona and the Thunder Mountain bike shop, um, got a small for me to demo. Right. And I'm really excited. That's amazing. But anyway, I digress back to your bike check. So everything is custom. What was like the first thing you wanted to customize on the bike? So you got the bike stock, right? Like what was the yes. first thing that you felt you needed to customize for the way that you ride? The fork and the shock completely. I wanted Air shock front fork. Yep. I wanted really, really good components for my suspension. Suspension for me has given a lot of, I don't know, I'm really able to dial in how I feel in terms of changing my rebound. And I wanted a responsive suspension setup. I wanted something good. I wanted something high end. Um, right. I was, you know, I wanted to maintain that. I was riding that high end on my carbon build and I wasn't willing to sacrifice that on this. So, I mean, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. I, I don't think you should considering you you ride pretty progressive hitting bike parks, right? Like that's your style. I, I do. The most yeah. Bike parks, bike parks are definite, especially for this bike. That's, that's my intended use for this bike. And yes, I, you know, the, the one disadvantage of doing this, this big custom build is that the bike has become pretty heavy and very soft, um, very squishy right. to pedal up hills. So um, while technically it is rated as like an enduro bike, I'm not going to be riding it kind of in that style. Um, 
but I I wanted to maintain that high end quality that I had, that high end components. I wasn't ready to sacrifice that. And you know what what sucked is that I had people kind of in my ear of like, you won't notice the difference, or it'll be fine if you stay with this, that, or the I other. I know, and 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 that might that might be well and good, but I wasn't willing to try it. I wasn't willing and to sacrifice it. Yeah. And that's the thing. I think sometimes with bike shops, I have a bike shop I go to, they're amazing. I go to them all the time, but it's always that thing of like, well, are you really going to use it? Are you really right? Gonna, it's like, but right. Like, well, YouTube, do you need this? Really and you're not launching yourself off of 30 foot, whatever. But how do like, you know? Not, but, ha, but, but have you seen how I ride? Have you seen like exactly. what, what makes, what inspires me to be more confident to try bigger things or to ride better or to feel yeah. good out there? Because it is so much more than this black and white of what you can expect and exactly what you're going to get out of it. Yes, all of that is completely true, but there is so much of like, okay, well, what is it? How does it feel when you're riding it? That was what was more right. important for me. And right. having what I did on the carbon build I loved it. I loved so much of how I felt out there. And I wasn't, I wasn't going to give that up. In fact, I think I was going to make this bike better. And that's what I did. I mean, the bike is amazing. What I'm going to try and do right now for people who may be watching, I learned how to do this today. I want to put, see. are um, we going to do like a, <laughs> we're going to try to share the screen shenanigans over here. I'm going to and... share my screen. <laughs> and we're going to go to your Instagram. Oh, Dreaded Zoom we are call. Going to your Instagram <laughs> let's page. go to Becca's Instagram. <laughs> and let's look at her amazing bike. So oh, I and we can earlier today. Hold on. We can on. we can Hold talk the about the okay, 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 okay. I'm done. I'm sitting. Hold I'm on. Right. I'm here. Hold on. All right. The horses are held. <laughs> <laughs> so this, I guess, is the bike, the photo for when you got it, right? When yeah, no, was that was Yes. Yes. So that was after basically like stage one was complete. This is my, my okay. crew of my Trek shop, putting it all together for me. Um, getting all the main components on it that I wanted that the, yep. the suspension, the shock, the grips, the bars. Okay. Um, I've done some tweaks since then that I'm very, very, very pleased with, but that was like the core components of like, yes, before I rip on this bike, I know, isn't she gorgeous? What a beautiful Be shot. And they got it ready for me before park season opened. And I ripped on That's it. And amazing. I, isn't it? It's Look been, yeah. Okay. You guys, if you're listening to this, you should go on, on the YouTube and check out what we're sharing on the screen or just mm -hmm. start following Becca on Instagram. Becca likes bikes and it's Becca with a K, B-A-K-A. Like yeah. And she has some amazing stuff on there. This is a killer photo right here. This is like a this is like a that shot that needs to be in a magazine or something. Um, but your bike is she's beautiful. She has that olive like beautiful. So the color, color, the color is called uh black olive. And what I love about it now, I was kind of like not crazy about the color at first, but I found this amazing frame keeper. For the bike from Groundkeeper oh, yeah? Custom. Yes, this amazing. I wanted to get a frame keeper because I, I do a lot of damage. And I found this great frame keeper from um, Frame, Jesus, Frame Protector. Ground <laughs> yeah, Frame Protector. Ground I got one Custom. from them. Yeah. And the color is called Cosmic Shift. So it is this like glitter overlay. It's basically clear with like this 
rainbow glitter overlay. I'm not really like overly a glitter person, but it brought yeah. that bike to life. It brought it to bike and brought that bike to life. Once I put the new brakes on, which are the Magura's MT7 Pros, once I did that, got the new uh, pedals on it, the loan PNW loan pedals, that was like, that was it. That was I it. wanted to ask you about that because you sent me the specs mm -hmm. of your bike today and I saw that you have those new PNW loan pedals on there. So, okay, before you're riding the loans, were you what were you riding? What were the pedals was, you had on before? I was riding the one up. Um okay, oh, I can't think of so they're kind yeah, of similar. they are very similar. I need a very I want a large, these are uh platform pedals, so I right. flats. I wanted a large platform with with like aggressive pins. And when I'm riding parks, I'm in pants, I'm not risking it, I'm not tearing open my shins. Um, yeah, I mean, why so I wanted a large platform base with more of a concave to it to really mm -hmm. kind of grip the foot in there when you're digging into your pedals. Yeah. And I read up a lot about it. And there's a lot of amazing pedals out there. Everyone's kind of got their opinion. Um, God, if you really want to argue with people, argue about breaks. Holy, oh my God. Yeah, you can go down. Everything is hole. wrong. Everything is wrong about breaks. Well, it doesn't matter what you pick. Someone's going to tell you why you're wrong. It doesn't matter. Find what feels yeah. the best for you. But mm -hmm. it's kind of the same with pedals. Um, a lot of people that love the one-up, a lot of people mm -hmm. that, oh, that broke the spindle, da, da, da. What did it for me was one of the spindles was kind of um, – it really wasn't giving me as much give. And instead of troubleshooting it, I just decided to be mature and buy a new pair. And I bought, <laughs> I bought the, <laughs> I love that. I'm going to tell my wife that that's I, yes. right. So I bought the PNW loam. I have the PNW grips, which I love, love yep. the PNW grips, the loam grips. So the, the aluminum, um, loam pedals were new and I bought them in, I think it's Platinum or nickel, I'm not sure. That just like bright polished silver. So yeah. far, I absolutely, I absolutely love them. Absolutely love them. I They've think been amazing. They are new, what like some? They came out in the summer. I want to say. Like, yeah, yeah, they are pretty new. Something. Yeah. Yep. And my okay. friend Teresa has since bought them, and she, I think she's really liking them. She too. likes them. I have yeah. the stamp sevens on right now. Maybe I'll try those. I, the stamp sevens have been good. I've, mm -hmm. I've got hit in the shin with them before, and that was not pleasant. It sucks. I've gotten hit in the back of the calf before, back of the ankle, and it's like this, like, <laughs> that's going to that's gonna hurt. It's going to suck. Yeah, that's going to suck. No. All no. right. So let me read off a little bit here the list of the, the components mm -hmm. you have on your bike, and then you can jump in or correct me if I if I said something incorrect. So in the rear shock, you're rocking some RockShox Super Deluxe Ultimate with 160 mil of travel. Isn't that in a nice front, mouthful? Like they couldn't yeah, add another right? adjective. They Rock could not shock, find one more. <laughs> Could not find one more adjective to add that it was like the <laughs> my light again. I'm just gonna put this thing down here. It's like the second time this is your happened. light just like yeet itself off the desk. It just my light just went kaboof straight down onto the whatever. Look, it's just like it's stupid. Can I put it there? Only only the best here at Women's MTV Network. Yeah, it's you know what. I have the same light. It's hanging. <laughs> Goodness. Okay. <laughs> so, right. So I have the I have the high end RockShox Super Deluxe Ultimate. As many adjectives the, as they've allowed. 
160. Yes. yes. 160 <laughs> mil of travel in the back. Yep. And you've got a fork. Uh, you have the RockShox Zeb, mm-hmm. um, which is 170 mil in the front mm-hmm. with those big, big boy stanchions in the front. Those big old cool. 38 stanchions, man. man Hell yes. I, and I thought my 36s were big. When I went from a 30 chicken legs, 36, I was like, these things are big. And then, you know what? I checked out um, Jared. Uh, my, my, I like to call him my buddy, Jerry, just sold me a bike at worldwide cyclery. He put forties on his Ooh. Yeti. Those suckers are gigantic. What travel does it, is it his downhill bike? 200. Yeah. That's your, yeah. That's your park. Bike. I think that's what 200 you're gonna get. or 210. I don't know. Yeah. It was insane. That's what All you're right. going to get when you build your park bike. Well, I'm not going to build a park. I'm going to, mine's going to be the same, like uh, 38 mil, like 170 maybe 160 38's good man i love it the stability i love it and i've heard some really good things about that zeb so um yeah well and they have two they have the select they have the select and the ultimate and they're very very similar the select is more price friendly mine is the ultimate which is kind of like their higher end um but hearing a lot of great things about both of them um but yeah i really like it so yeah and then in the drivetrain, you have a one by 12 Shimano XT. Mm-hmm. I'm probably going to cut that down to like a one by seven or something because I don't use any of the top ones. I really only use really? like five years. Yeah, because I use it for yeah. a park bike. So I really don't need all of it. But yeah. That'll, be that'll come off. You cut that. Yeah, because I because the derailleur just I, all I'm doing is freaking annihilating it. You know, all I'm it's just getting in the way. It's just one more thing for me to ruin. Get rid of them. Just, just chop them up. Eliminate like, them from my life. Exactly. So that'll um, go eventually. Okay. Okay. <laughs> what dropper post do you have? You. Gave I have a leather. wolf. Yeah, I have a wolf tooth dropper. Um, and that was because we had a bit of an issue finding the right spec to fit on my bars along with the brakes, and I think that was what my friend had, and it wound up costing more money than I was expecting. But hey. Whatever. Wait, Whatever but it takes. that's that's the the dropper lever, right? Yes, the lever, the lever. What about the, the lever? Post? Correct. Um, what's your dropper post that you have? It's I would have to go back and look. I didn't put that in there. Don't put this in there because it makes me look dumb. <laughs> no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. No, I didn't look at the post because the post is whatever was on my nine eight XT. The post was whatever is on my carbon build. Um that came stock on that. So I don't know. We will add it people. I don't know. We will yeah. add it. to. Oh, in my seat. I didn't, I didn't put the, the okay. seat on there. The WTV volt. Yeah. That's what I was rocking too. And I ended up changing it. Really? Oh, I love it. I think I just wasn't fit on mine. Right. I ended up with the yeah. WTV speed sheet and my wife makes fun of me all the time for it. She's like, mine's a, a speed volt. Sheet. Yeah. So, speed sheet sounds- I mean, narrow <laughs> it's not actually it's really wide really <laughs> want to do a michael Ter- scott quote right here but i'm just not trying to make this user friendly <laughs> <laughs> i found my i actually found my my saddle from Teresa, who will be on a future episode um yeah she will yeah i found her at the end of the month yes yes she is we like switched bikes just to ride back to the lot or something i don't remember and all i remember is sitting in her saddle and being like 
where has this been all my life? <laughs> but you know what? I can't. It it's was amazing, just, Michael Scott. Right, right. But you don't do a lot of sitting when you're going downhill, you know? No, you don't. But I don't like care me. as long. But if it's comfy for me, just even when I put the post up when I'm driving back to the lot. But correct. It is not right. as it is Fair not enough. as essential as, as other components. But I still wanted it because it felt felt good. <laughs> felt like so. a good cloud. I mean, a saddle is important, man. A comfortable saddle is really important. Yeah. So, bars, you have DT custom, no, sorry, DD carbon speedway. Yes. I have carbon bars. bars. Um, I've been kind of getting a lot of crap for having carbon bars lately. Um, Why? I have watching. Carbon, no. So, a lot of, well, not, I don't say I'm not getting crap, but I've got carbon bars and I've got carbon wheels, and especially, um, I guess just what the tendency of how I ride, like they're going to explode in my face kind of thing. And I've had this conversation recently with a couple friends of watching clips of people with carbon bars. And granted, these guys are launching it, launching it. And when I launch myself, it's either intended and I'm doing great or it's it's unintended and it's like, okay. But it's still not to that same, you know, extreme level yet. But look. But you can't my problem is right and you're and you're absolutely right and that is such a huge piece of of what we're trying to stay away from and the reason that i went with them was i have i really really struggle with a lot of hand vibration and mm -hmm. um arm pump and hand pain and mm -hmm. it, it, you know if your hands go numb you have no brake modulation you have no control and that was one way i was willing to just make the the upgrade again everyone's got an opinion on it it matters it doesn't matter do right. this do that i went it's with it like look everything on a mountain bike is personal it's how yep. personal to you i have right. carbon bikes because i demoed the same um carbon bike i'm sorry i have a carbon stem but, uh, i can't talk carbon bars <laughs> Because I demoed the same ones and they felt really nimble and it had the give that I wanted. Yes. The bike came with an aluminum bar and I haven't tested them out. Maybe I should just for comparison. But to me, it feels really, really great. And it has the nimbleness that I like and the, the give that I like. So, and you can't, it's, it's your bike and this is what it's about. It's right. how you like it. It's what you like about the bike and who cares? Well, and that's, that's all that matters, you know? And then, and then there's an entire conversation about width of the bars. Yes. And that's for another podcast. Have fun. We're exactly. Not going Have fun. Today. Have fun getting into that and being told why you're wrong. <laughs> we are not into that. Nope. We are all nope. about everyone's opinion counts and it's what you enjoy and it's your bike. And that's whatever that feels best out there. That's exactly, exactly right. And this build up, this build, this gives me the, the inspiration and it just makes me want to ride my best and it gives me makes me feel empowered and exactly you know to bring in our little line here makes me feel empowered to ride so it just it does it feels right and it feels good out there and whatever and I what want to attribute that to exactly that's what I want that's what I want. And that's, that's what, what I you have. want out of a bike. You want to grab your yep. bike and be like, I want to go ride my bike today. And now yes. like, it made me feel so bad last time. You know, right. you want to be like, exactly. Yes. Um, so we talked about you got some PW loam grips and pedals, yep. which is awesome. And then what kind of tires are you running on them? Do you know what tires? Yeah, are I'm on riding. Um, oh man, I can't think of that. They are the they're Bontrager, they're the carbon. 
Um, I can't think of the name of them, but they're oh. the carbon, the carbon line that Von Traeger runs on their kind of higher end builds. That's and, right. You sent me. You sent me that. Yeah. And again, a lot of people, oh, you're going to break them. You're going to crash them. You're going to whatever. I know that I do have a pretty good warranty on those. I haven't had any issues so far. And That's you know what? Great. Let's see what happens. You know? What? No, but what I mean like is the tire tire, like the tread. Do you know what you have on them? Oh, I know what I have on my tires. Yes, I'm I'm doing a 2.6 and 2.4. And right now I am on um, Bon Traeger. I can't think of the exact name. It's like the... It's it has a lot of sidewall protection. They're tubeless, they're mm -hmm. thicker, and so they're heavier. So the more sidewall protection you're gonna have, the heavier your bike is gonna be. Um, for me, sidewall protection is important just for what I'm riding. Pennsylvania East Coast is known for so much loose shale, so many rocks. I really, really wanted that sidewall protection. So I am rocking those. The tread is getting very, very low. I am going to wind up going with, <laughs> <laughs> but we're getting towards the end of the season. I so mean, I'm going to go, exactly. right. So I'm going to wind up doing like a Maxis DHF, DHR, you know, built combo with that. But I want to keep it. I love, I have a two six in the front and a two four in the back. And I love that combo. Having the narrow in the back gives me so much fun so much playfulness with the bike. I have noticed that so much that I absolutely love to, to rip that around. That's um, awesome. and I've also, oh, and I have Kush core, which has been wonderful. Um, because even if you do wind up getting a flat, you don't really have a flat. It's great. That's right. And it has cut down on so much chatter on the trails, so much bounce. Um, I do wind up finding that I like to run with a slower rebound and a little bit less tire pressure in the rear tire. Um, it oh, gives really? me a lot of, yeah, when I'm not, yeah. Especially when I'm going to do some fun kind of throw the bike around stuff. I've, I've really liked it. It's that's all awesome. kind of fun to dig into the corners and just like dirt stuff around. <laughs> so that's so cool that you're able to really get, get your bike dialed like the way yeah. you want it. Right. Like sometimes it absolutely takes a to do that. So here's a question then when you were, when you were building the bike and it was done, you said what a few months ago, it was finished mm -hmm. to the specs that you want. Did you end up having to get it fitted again? Or did you just have a fit? Like when you first got the bike, I don't know. No, I didn't. I think we, we put, we, we definitely set up the PSI for the front and the rear. Um, I, I have felt great with that. I felt like my sag is set correctly. Everything is, is doing great. I haven't maxed it out. Only thing that I have really fine tuned is my rebound on the two of them. Um, and that's more just kind of preference of, of what makes you feel the best out there and what makes you feel the most confident. Right. I'm not racing. I'm out there having fun. I like a yeah. slower rebound. Um, a faster rebound just, it, it gives too much playback and too much force back for me. So mm -hmm. I have, I've enjoyed really kind of learning what that felt like for me and having the cush core was learning that my rear tire pressure was actually way too low and it wasn't on purpose, yeah. but I was safe. I was safe to ride down without, you know, I took it easy without really causing damage to my rim or my anything. And I was like, wow, this is actually kind of fun, kind of dialed in that I like a lower tire pressure. So well, that's pretty it's, cool. It's so been great. Yeah. Just to kind of go back a little bit. So what is the type of terrain? Because you did mention that over there in Pennsylvania, sometimes there's shale or whatnot. So for this bike that you have, for the Trek slash seven, 
Yes. What is the main terrain that you ride in? I am most, so <laughs> PA is, is known for loose shale and rocks. We're not exactly known for the greatest dirt. People will say, oh, what dirt? There's not dirt in PA. It's all shale. Whatever. I don't care. People want to hate. I have fun ripping around on it out here. Yes, some parts, it's very, very easy to wash out and (laughs) careen off into the future. But it's looser. It's definitely looser. It's less packed dirt. Um, Yeah. Very rocky and dry. Very, very dry. So I'm trying to find that combination of what works best for dry, loose, and rocky. And it seems like you got it though, especially with those tires, because it's very versatile when you have 2.6 in the front. It can yeah. take anything. It can it can exactly. roll and it can take on um, dirt, even if it's loose, like kitty litter stuff at the same time. So Right. And I've, I've to- really liked that. I have really liked that. So people have tried to say like, oh, because some of the stuff I was looking at was only in stock in the 2.5. And they're like, oh, it's only one millimeter. You're not going to notice. But we're also talking diameter. And diameter is not the same as just adding. Right. Y- you know, and, and the difference exists for a reason. So don't settle. You know, yeah. like get, I mean, get the what you know you is going to exactly if you yeah. know that's what you want, don't settle and then talk yourself into it because someone says, oh, you won't notice the difference. How do you know what I'm going to notice? <laughs> exactly. And that's actually really good. It segues into what I was going to ask you and to what advice you would give to someone who wants to build a custom project. Like what advice would you give to someone who's building a custom bike? I wish I knew what that magic piece of advice was. It took me a lot of kind of learning and figuring it out the hard way of what I was looking for, of kind of riding on a lot of the wrong things. So my advice would be if you think you're in the market for something different and you think you are looking for a next step in a different direction is try to find ways to try it out. Um, Try to find opportunities to ride other people's bikes, to get an idea of what the change is going to offer you in terms of the range, in terms of the dynamic. Um, Because for me, I did, I did settle in some aspects um, in terms of the trail capacity, which I plan on addressing by getting um, a hardtail. But I did, I did sacrifice that because what I wanted was to rip around at the parks and that's what I got. But it took a lot of thinking I could have it all with one bike of having my trail bike and my park ripper. I found out that I can't, that cost me a lot of money to learn, but that's my only suggestion is try to kind of think of what your intended use is going to be for that bike. What do you want to do the most with it? What are you willing to sacrifice? What do you want more from it? Yeah. So that's that's kind of got me to where I am. Yeah. That's good advice is figuring out what you're riding the most and then going from there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's really good. Um, And so to I wanted to kind of just go over a little bit here. The Trek website has some really cool features. Did you use? Did you go on Trek's website at all when you were looking for a bike? Like, or I did. You did. Rely on the shop. I did. No, I did look at some points, especially like when I started at this process of moving over to Trek. I was on a specialized before this, and I had a great experience on that. And this was kind of right at the height of of the pandemic when nothing was in stock anywhere couldn't find anything. I was working with my other local bike shop. I couldn't find anything. And when I found that, that there were these Trek bikes in stock, um, I made the decision to go and look at those. So the website was very, very helpful. The 
every truck shop I've been to has been really great. I know everyone's got their thoughts and opinions or whatever their experience was, which is always valid. But yeah. once I dialed in my experience at my local shop, um, who, you know, the, the guy that's, that's helped me out there is my friend, Mike, we now, you know, ride and rip together. And I consider him a close friend. He has helped me out immensely with what I've learned and building this bike kind of, I haven't really built it. They have, but learning along with them, um, yeah. they were all very, very willing to allow me to be part of that process. And awesome. I thought that was awesome. You know, yeah. like, like be, feel empowered with the knowledge that someone's willing to give you if you want, yeah. if that's something that you want. Yeah. And they were kind of willing to, you know, entertain my questions that maybe I thought were dumb or I didn't know. And and they, they always just made me feel really, really great about going back out there with what I learned. Yeah. Well, so I mean, there's no such great. thing as a stupid question. You know, you got to learn. Very true. Ask. Everyone's Very true. People might think it's a stupid question, but it's always like, well, I don't know this. Can you explain to me why, why this matters or why right. it's this? Right. Why, you know, I think yes. it's, it's really important to ask. Um, I love your bike. I think it's absolutely gorgeous. And I cannot I wait too. to maybe next I year we can ride <laughs> together. <laughs> It's we will we will it will happen it will happen she's yeah, beautiful i, I love her i'm taking her to thunder mountain this weekend amazing amazing you're always it's on that thing so you good. always have some amazing good times on that thing Heck yeah i do um, Heck yeah i do so we're going to do a post on the website with all of the things that Becca has on her bike. Like we're going to have a full breakdown of her components, how she put it together. Um, and then, uh, please reach out to her if you have any questions, like I'm going to put mm -hmm. all the links how you can get a hold of Becca as well on there. And she not only built this amazing bike, she's helping us here at the women's MTB network. She's pretty much like helping me with everything, which is amazing. So I, I love it. That. This and, is my home. Um, I love it. I'm here for it all. <laughs> yes. And she, she's also, um, gotten a, I don't know if it's called a sponsorship. What is it from hand up gloves? What is it called? I'm um, a brand ambassador. I'm a brand ambassador. Brand ambassador. Thank yes. you for hand yes. up, which is amazing. Those yeah. gloves that you got are super cool. The ones that say like ride, fast be chill like i love them i love them so they've been cool. a they've so been cool. a really I, I they're a really really cool company um i really liked what they what they stand for and how they represent themselves that's far more important to me than trying to get perks you know i i just yeah. want to align myself with companies that i identify with so yeah. that that's that's been exciting so far for sure that's awesome yeah so Thank you guys for sticking around. If you did to the end of the podcast, please reach out to Becca if you have any questions. And if you want to be a part of the podcast or do your own bike check, how you got your bike, the experiences you had, email us, hit me up on Instagram or send us an email, Mia at womensntbnetwork.com. And let's get your perspective on there. So for now, have a great night, Becca. And you thank too, you for Mia. Being on. Thank you for having me. All right. Yeah. See ya.